I feel like if we have, like, if we lose listeners, it's definitely from this episode. A thousand percent. <laughs> Welcome to the Freak Show. I'm Lauren. I'm Megan. I almost said I'm Megan. I'm not kidding. I almost said I'm Lauren. I think it's because I'm looking right at you and I'm like, that's Megan. Should we introduce each other? Yeah. That's Starting more. next week. Got it. Oh, boy. We're not going to remember. Should we start over? Yes. <laughs> no, keep going. Um, welcome to the Freak Show. This is a podcast where we each have 15 minutes to try to freak the other person out. Hopefully you get freaked out, too. Um, we don't know what's coming for us. Yeah. It's a surprise. But there's some yelling sometimes. Sometimes. And then at the end, timer goes off and we're done. There's a winner at the end. Doesn't matter. Every week, one person brings a drink as a little appetizer. Ooh. Thanks. I'm excited about your drink, Megan. Yeah. It looks beautiful, first of all. Mm-hmm. And you told me that it's bitter, which is something I look for in a cocktail. Yes. So I'm excited. Tell me about it. This is off of the Absolute Vodka mm. website. I feel like they do really good SEO because those come up almost every time when I search for cocktail recipes. Yeah, well, I looked it up and I was like, well, it doesn't even have absolute in it. But <laughs> really? I think they're just like a fans of drinking. Yeah, so I'm just a fan love of drinking. them. So this is one and a third parts gin. Okay. Um, Two thirds part dry vermouth. Love it already. Right? Isn't it just yeah. like, gotta love that dry vermouth. Yeah. Two thirds part Dubonnet, which I looked up, and a good replacement for that is Campari. Yes. So That's I already what had I was that. hoping for when you said bitter, and yeah. then I saw the color. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. So it's Campari, and then a couple dashes of bitters. Oh, I'm excited. Right? Um, it's known as the submarine. I forgot that I had to guess what <laughs> we're doing. I'm like, oh, great. Rock, paper, scissors. Jesus. Okay. It's called the submarine. Yeah. I think I'm I told gonna, you everything you need to know about it. I'm going to guess that the reason you made it is because of the name not because of anything in it probably wrong um i think you're gonna talk about just submarines in general because honestly that's on my list it freaks me out can i ask you do you mean sandwiches or oh i don't okay i mean the large sunken ships that people just live in okay and it's, like, very creepy, mm-hmm. and they can send missiles, and you can look up in the little spyglass. Okay, well, we'll see if we're going to go into the topic or not. <laughs> Let's do rock, paper, scissors. I just do 15 minutes on submarines. <laughs> and how scared you are. Okay. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. Ready? Rock, paper, scissors. Shoot. Shoot. I've crushed Megan's scissors. I'll be going first. We'll find out about the submarine at a later time. <laughs> okay. Cheers. Cheers to... I think I'm going to hate this. You do? Do you not like bitter? Um, oh, Yeah. Oh, it's okay. I love that. <laughs> I could drink a lot of those. There's a lot. This is pure alcohol, basically. I know. I'm going to drink it really quick. Okay, great. Because um, I told you this earlier, but now I'll tell you. Uh, my topic's <laughs> you, a downer. You, the listeners. You, the listeners. <laughs> my topic is a downer. So I'm going to chug this glass great. of gin real quick. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready to bum the whole, all of our millions of listeners? Millions of listeners. I'm so sorry. Okay. But let's, can we make it fun or no? Should I be serious? Uh, no, is we this, can't make it fun. Okay, is this the Nickel Boys all over again? I'm just going to do the Nickel Boys again. <laughs> <laughs> and go. Okay, so this um, is brought to you by the intern, one of the interns at my agency. His name is Ben. So blame Ben. Blame Ben. Hashtag, hashtag blame, blame Ben. ben. Um, this is his fault. He 
I at work this morning was like, does anyone have any good murders? And he whips his head around and he's like, so many. What do you need? Well, are we worried about Ben? <laughs> yes, we are. Let's check on we Ben. Should, we should. We should. Ben, be. if you're listening, are you okay? Yeah. Tweet at Megan. Tell her if you're okay. So, I think that based you, on how I feel like you're worried based about on it. how horrified horrifying the story is, I feel like it might be something you know about. Okay. So we're gonna see. Okay. Okay. I'm going to story tell. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I, I thought you were just going to say, like, it's the murder of blah, blah, blah. No. Okay. I'm going to story tell. Okay. It's September 1978. We're with 15 year old Mary Vincent. Mary is fed up with the world. You know, who it, isn't? She's 15, but also, like, you know, she's yeah. a little troubled. Mm-hmm. Her parents are getting a divorce. They're fighting all the time. Mm-hmm. She hates it at home. Where are we? Where's home? Las Vegas. Got it. She had been, she spent a summer living with a boyfriend in a car. When she's 15? Yeah. Mary. They broke up. She had run away from home a few times in the past, and she just decides, I need to get out. I'm going to hitchhike to my grandpa's house in Corona, California. Okay. Okay. What could possibly go wrong? Nothing. A lot. (laughs) So... She's on the road to California. She's standing on the side of the road with a bunch of other hitchhikers. Okay. Because, like, it's the 70s. They hang out there together. And this older gentleman pulls up. Nope. And there's a group of hitchhikers, and he goes, you, I'll give you a ride to Mary. That is a... Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 Mary. Don't get in the car. Ding, ding, ding. The other hitchhikers are like, girl, don't get in that car. Right. That's fucking creepy that he singled you out. He pulled up and he pointed right at her. Like, you. They're like, don't do it. And she gets in the car. Dummy. They said that she was like, you guys, I'm tired. I understand. (laughs) I mean, she has a lot going on. I, yeah. So she gets in the car with this man named Larry Singleton. Okay. He is going to Reno, Nevada, but he told her he'd go out of his way to get her to L.A. I think another red flag. Yeah, like, oh. That's pretty far out of your way. For a stranger who knows nothing about you. Right. Eventually, Mary falls asleep. When she wakes up. Nope. Is she? She sees a sign. They're still driving. Okay. She sees a sign that tells her that they're going east the wrong way. Mm -hmm. She points it out, and he's like, oh, my bad. Well, let me turn around. And she's like the whole time, you know, things aren't, there's signs building. Right, up. right. So he turns around. A little while later, he stops on the side of the road to pee. And Mary gets out of the car to pee too. And as she's bending over to tie her shoe, he hits her on the head with a hammer. Mm, hammer. And he says, don't scream or I'll kill you. Mm-mm. And then he drags her back into the van. Okay. This is where things are going to get... Bad. Unbearably bad. The last couple, like, murdery ones you've done have been, like, insanely bad. I know. I feel like you're taking this to a new level of darkness. It's season two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to get through it. Okay. 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 I'm just going to get through it. Okay. Okay, so he ties Mary's hands behind her back, mm-hmm. and he rapes her. Okay. He then gets back into the driver's seat, totally naked. Okay. And drives down into a nearby canyon. He tells her that he'll set her free if she cooperates. So she does. They always say that. Of course they do. So she does. 
Um, he forces her to drink this alcohol that he has in the car that he's been chugging out of a milk carton this whole time they've been driving. <laughs> I left that detail out before. Yeah. Um, and continues to assault her. Mm-mm. Eventually, he tells her to get out of the van and lie down on the ground. And I don't want to say what happens next. You have to. But this I is a podcast. To. He uses a hatchet to cut off both of her arms. <gasps> I know this one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is one of the most... Okay. I have a spoiler. I'm about to get to it. Okay. She's awake while he's doing this. I almost did this one Watching him do it. And she passes out. He pushes her limp body down into the canyon and drives away. He's like, oh, she's dead. She's not. I know. She's alive. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) This is why I was, like, slightly excited that you didn't recognize it right away. Because now I could, like, build up to this. Yeah. She's fucking alive. Yeah. This is one of the most famous I Survived stories. And I have this bookmarked (laughs) because one of the Reddit things, like, threads that I follow is like, what are the wackiest I Survived? And I'm like, I'm going to get a million topics for when Ben whipped his head around, he's like, does it count if it's a partial murder? <laughs> I'm like, yes. yes. Okay, so this is also gross, but she coats her the ends of her arms in dirt. Mm-hmm. She packs them. She packs the wounds. To slow the bleeding. Yep. She crawls her way up the canyon wall. I, also, like, think about that. Crawling, I can't even. Crawling I can't your even way up, up without I can't think arms. about any of it. No arms. I literally wrote down, I'm lightheaded right now. <laughs> Just typing it. Yeah. She gets to the road and starts walking down the road, hoping that someone will help her. And it's not until the next morning that someone stops. She said that two men in like a convertible pulled up and slowed down and saw her and And drove drove away. Uh huh. I like researched this topic. I swear. (laughs) You're doing this a lot. And like, you just need to do these topics, Megan. They're good. Also, like, thank you to these two women because I can't imagine the sight that this. Oh no! That Mary were was. they hiking, right, or something? Or no, they, they were driving. They were driving. Okay, but like, she's naked. Mm-hmm. She's missing both her arms. She's covered in dirt and blood. Like, obviously, you don't want to think that you'd be the men that drove away, but like, that's fucking horrifying. Also, like, I was just thinking, like, what a bunch of assholes to see like a naked girl. Crying, yeah. covered in blood, without arms, and they're like, you know what? Not my problem. It's like a nice convertible. Yeah, not my circus, um, not my monkeys. They're like, these, Bye. these women don't do that. They pull over and help her. They wrap her in towels, drive her to a nearby airport where they call for an ambulance because it's the seventies. No one has cell phones, right? Right. So once they get to the hospital, or she gets to the hospital, once she's in a more stable condition, she nails. The description mm-hmm. of Larry. Yep. He's, like, got a weird bulbous face. Oh, okay. Um, I saw a picture side-by-side with the police sketch. Do you want to know, even before I knew what this topic was, that I knew it was going to be okay, is because you were getting so into, like, what he did to her. And I was like, she's the only one there. She lives. Because how else would we know that he got in the car naked? I actually skipped over a couple of things that, like, definitely gave it away yeah. once I knew you didn't recognize it right okay. <laughs> um i'm like spoiler yeah. she's alive well, we said, like, he gets into the car and starts driving naked i'm like only she would know that right or yeah. unless he like confessed to all well, yeah. of it yeah okay so she gives a super good description of larry the police make a sketch and immediately his neighbor recognizes mm-hmm. him and calls the police and it's like, like um cool I feel like even if I saw a sketch that looked similar, I get maybe he's like a really fucking weirdo dude at right. home. Because I would go ask the neighbor first and be like, "Hey, did you know that there's this thing and out?" He just about, like immediately and it looks just like you. And he's like, "Hatchet seal." Yeah, he's that? like, "Hatchet, hatchet, hatchet to you now." Yeah. 
I feel like he must have been giving off vibes because you don't just go from zero to 60. Right. Awkward vibes. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Larry's arrested. He tries to like come up with this whole bullshit story. Like there's another, there was another hitchhiker in the car. That's who attacked Mary. Blah, 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 blah. Everyone's like, shut up. We don't believe you. We believe her. Yeah. At his trial, Mary is the key witness. She testifies against him. Mm -hmm. She, at that point, has two new prosthetic arms. I was going to ask about that. That she's getting used to Mm -hmm. um, at the time. He is sentenced to the maximum number of years allowed in California at the time, which is 14. (sighs) What? Yeah. Is he out right now? Is he still alive? Wait, don't. That's a a spoiler. Keep storytelling. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Is this the first time he's killed? We don't know. Oh. Because he's claiming he didn't do it, so he's not going to be like, oh, here's three more I did. Yeah, he is saying that someone else did it. Yeah. At the trial, the judge said, if I had the power, I would send him to prison for the rest of his natural life. And then in a, like, joint civil suit, he was ordered to pay Mary $2.56 million. I mean, he doesn't have that. Um, Yeah. He really doesn't. Mm-hmm. He was unemployed, and so she got basically the balance of his savings account, which was $200. That's all she ever got. Uh, can you imagine, like, someone hacks off your arms, you are brave, you get yourself out of it, he gets caught, he gets 14 years in prison, and you get $200? You get $200 for a lifetime of hospital bills, basically. Right. Oh, I hate the American yeah. medical system. Yeah, so... Mary has, I didn't write any of this down, but I feel like I'm really cruising through this, so mm-hmm. I'll get into it. You're um, crushing it. You still have so much time. It's great. Not really. You have four, <laughs> four minutes. <laughs> so Mary has like a pretty tough life for many, many years, mm-hmm. obviously, like PTSD. She becomes a recluse. She doesn't go outside. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to see anybody ever. She's obviously has a hard time adjusting to two prosthetic arms. I will say happy ending for Mary. She like works through some of that. Um, Mary's a guy who I think he was like a police officer or something, but he basically is like oh, her personal. Mary is a guy. Yeah, Mary's a guy who's like her personal protector, advocate. She went back to school. She's a victims advocate mm-hmm. or victims rights advocate, um, and she speaks out about like vict- victims yeah. rights and all this stuff. Larry. Oh no. His story is pretty fucked up. Good. So it turns out he was considered a model prisoner, and he was released on good <gasps> behavior after eight years. What? Yes. Eight years for hacking off a girl's arms. And brutally raping her. Yes. Yes. Leaving her to die. So he had a year of parole, and during that year, oh no. he was literally run out of so many towns because people knew who he was, knew what he did, yeah. and he would try to be, like, settled into a town, and there would be, like, hundreds of people outside of these apartment complexes, like, get the fuck out of our town. Right. Which is, like, kind of crazy that they even knew. Yeah. But... For the year that he was on parole, the only place he could live was on a trailer on the grounds of the San Quentin prison. Because nowhere else would let him stay. Yeah. I mean, good? Yeah. So, right before his parole ended, a prosecutor at his trial said, quote, I think, if anything, he's worse now. He has not taken responsibility. He lives in a bizarre fantasy land and acquits himself each day. He doesn't accept his guilt and won't resolve to never do it again. 
So it's like, why are you releasing him? Right. Like, as you're saying Isn't this? that part of parole? Well, you I have to. So. I thought you had to be like. Like show remorse. Yeah. I recognize what I did. Yeah. Not, or I've changed for the better and here's why. And yeah. No. He maybe it's just that. in the movies. Like in Shawshank Redemption. Maybe. And they like just let him go. He moves to Florida. He gets arrested a couple of times for small robberies. And then in 1997. Uh-oh. The cops get a call because a neighbor sees Larry assaulting a woman in his house. What? The cops show up. He's covered in blood because oh. he's just stabbed <gasps> Roxanne Hayes to death. What? Yeah, he kills a woman. Do we? Could I ask more questions about her? Yeah. What? Who is she? Do we uh, know? All we know is that she was a sex worker and a mother of three. Oh, honey. I know. Um, Mary traveled to Florida for his second sentencing hearing yeah. to testify against him. Like, Again? Good. Yeah. And, like, the reports were, like, she left the entire place in silence because she, like, stared right at him. Yes. Pointed at him with her, like, prosthetic arm. Yes. Told him, like, what like, he did to mm-hmm, her. Like, fuck and you. And that she, like, is living the best life she can right now. But, like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah. Um, he was sentenced to death but died of cancer in prison in 2001. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a great guy. No. Yeah. Like... That part of this case also was used to, like, um, up the maximum number of years you can get in California. I can't believe it was only 14. I know. For, and like, the judge horrific. being horrific. Right. And the judge being like, if I could charge you yeah. for more. Because, like, you can't. I would. It's like, you can. You can't. But you should. You can <laughs> But at the time, you really can't. Ugh. So, anyways. Ugh. Drink break? Um, you have five <laughs> seconds left. I don't need it. You're like, can we just drink right now? <laughs> I'm just gonna drink for five seconds. Yeah. Honestly, great timing. Great timing on your part. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when I do a topic where you can't make bits about it. <laughs> okay. Drink break. Drink break. Let's go make another submarine. Okay. Uh, the sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> We are back. Ready. Oh, okay. Wasting <laughs> no time. Megan's ready. Ready. <laughs> and I, I feel like I forgot how to come back from the break. And I'm just like, <laughs> with my notes. No like, banter. <laughs> did you want to banter? Time no. No, I was just going to banter a little bit sure. about how I changed my guess. Am I allowed <laughs> Fine, to? go for it. Okay, I, I want to change it. I want to add another. You can't. You gotta change it. One or the other. I can't. Pick one. I think you're gonna talk about Jared, <laughs> the subway pedophile. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. We already we already know you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I've said this. That's how I started this. Your section. fifteen begin fifteen minutes begin <laughs> now. Okay. These drinks are really strong. I know it's all gin. I already started your time. Okay, thanks. <laughs> um, you shouldn't have changed your guess. Submarine. Uh, so I'm kind of. I'm going to tell you um, all about the murder of Kim Wall. Okay. A.K.A. in Denmark. I'm not That's done. what it's called? No, in Denmark? It's no, I'm not done talking. In Denmark, <laughs> it's known as... Jesus. <laughs> well, you said A.K.A. Hey, in hey. Denmark, and then you paused. Did you know how respectful I was during yours? Yeah, because mine was terrible. Mine's going to be a downer, too. Okay, I'm just going to drink. Okay. I can't... Sit, pronounce anything. It's what, oh yeah, Danish. So it's possible. known as the submarine case, mm-hmm. but <laughs> it's also Uba de Goodson. <laughs> Try that again. 
Uberdigesen. Oh, yeah, of course. I've heard of that. <laughs> Denmark needs more vowels. Yeah, they We're, do. It goes right from a D to two S's. Like, <laughs> U-B-A with a little thing above it. D-S-S. I've <laughs> been, like, researching traveling to Norway, and every town, I'm like, how would I even ask to get there? Right. There's no way I could. My next line is, I'm not going to be able to pronounce any of this fucking Denmark. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's get into it. It's 2017. Oh, recent. It's recent. Kim Wall is a 30-year-old journalist. She lives in Denmark. Mm-hmm. She's crushing it. Ugh, good for her. Right? She's got a dual master's degree in journalism and in international relations. Dang, Kim. Right? Get after it. She wrote for publications such as The Guardian. Heard of it. New York Times. Heard of it. Vice. Heard of it. Slate. Heard of it. And Time. Nope. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for that. I was like, like you're going to be an asshole about one of these. Okay. <laughs> She wrote about things like climate change, weapons testing. I love Kim. I'm this sad girl she's is dead. I know. I gave. I should have made it more of a thing. <laughs> she's from Sweden. She's wicked smart. <laughs> wicked smart. She's studied in Boston for a time. Actually, New York. Oh, okay. um, she's got a super cute boyfriend. Can we just not? Um, she lives with How him. How come the murdered girls always? I don't know. Are I don't haven't know. got it going on. They're doing great, and then someone's like, "I'm gonna crush you. Like I'm gonna mm. ruin all of it." So this she lives a horrible episode. I know. She lives with her really cute boyfriend. His name is Ole. And in fact, guess what? They're moving to Beijing together. Oh wow! What an adventure! I said international couple. So hot. <laughs> <laughs> Like, super cute. Yeah. They're prepping to host a farewell party for themselves. Kind of weird, but whatever. Kim gets a text. Why is that weird? Why are you throwing a party for yourself? Have someone To see else... all your friends. Yeah, but... Maybe ma- their friends don't do that. But maybe have someone else throw a party for you. Some of us don't have friends like that, Megan. That's sad for you. <laughs> okay. We need to get serious. I'm sorry. When does the murder start? Here we go. Okay. Kim gets no a... No more t- laughing. hmm Kim gets a text. Oh, boy. It's from entrepreneur Peter Madsen. Peter is a Danish inventor. She's been trying to get an interview with him for months. Oh, no. Is he a weirdo? Um, he is a semi-celebrity in Denmark. He's prepping to... Like, he's very ambitious. She wants to talk to him mainly because of his ambition. He's prepping to build a rocket to launch into space. So he's like the Elon Musk yes, of exactly. Denmark. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yes. I've always thought Elon Musk was a murderer. He probably is, but don't say that right now. Why? Because it's a podcast. We might die. (laughs) He invites her to interview him on board his, and this is a direct quote from Wikipedia, and it is a term that I can use midget submarine. (laughs) I like that you preempted all of that. Is that a kind of submarine? I said, I feel like this is a technical term, so it's okay. Um, (laughs) Yes. um, Could you have clicked on the term midget submarine? mm -hmm. Okay. I did. And that's legit. I read the rules, so like it has to be under a certain amount of weight and all of it to be classified as that. Um, his submarine is called the UC3 Nautilus. So everyone calls it the Nautilus. You know, people want to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He built the submarine in 2008, and he's like, you can come to my submarine. I don't trust anyone who owns a submarine, and I'm just going to say it. Great. So all you submarine owners that are listening, don't even get out of the game. with me. Okay. It's a pretty straightforward piece that she's writing about him. So she's like, okay. I have this party, but, like, I can meet you at 7 on the submarine. I'll interview you for, like, two hours, and then I'll go to my party. However, when she doesn't show up at the time she's supposed to at the going-away party, Ole gets worried, her boyfriend. Right. He's texting her repeatedly, getting no response. Part of me is like, well, you're in a submarine. I bet service down there isn't great. Yeah. 
He finally calls the police at 1.43 a.m. to report her missing. So she was supposed to get to the party at like 10-ish. Yeah. That's so tough, too, because it's like, obviously you're worried, but also she's doing her job. What if it goes like, what if you're like, oh, the interview is just going super well. Right. We got caught up. That's why he waits. That's why he waits till one forty three, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, this is this is too weird." She's not responding, not even responding to any texts. So they start looking for the submarine immediately. How do you find it? It's underwater. That's okay. That's my next note of like, God, it's got to be hard to find a submarine. Yeah, when you're shining a flashlight in the water, I (laughs) I think it's not gonna work. (laughs) So a merchant ship reports seeing the submarine at around midnight. But it had no satellite tracking, so no one could contact it until morning. And by then, it's finally spotted from a lighthouse at 10.30 a.m. Still in the area? Yes, still in the area. Okay. So August... Like he didn't, like, just no, take so off. August 11th, 10.30 a.m., a lighthouse spots it. So rescue helicopters come out. Uh-huh. And they're, like, thinking the worst. They don't know what's happening. They radio down to Peter in the submarine... Within 30 seconds of them radioing him, the submarine sinks. And I wrote, I wrote, I wrote, how do you know it's sinking? It's a submarine. Yeah, what if it's that's on what, purpose? That's what they do. They what submerge. if he's just going down there? Yeah, he wasn't. Wait, he, are they at this point being like both of them are dead? They're thinking that both of them, like something okay. happened to them in the submarine because it's a submarine he built in 2008. And they're like, maybe he's not good at building submarines. Yeah, that seems hard. Yeah. Like a niche skill. Right. I should have story told this more to make it seem like they both died. Yeah. There's and a then, lot of routes you could have taken. Yeah. <laughs> Next time. Next I'll time I tell you, this story. Yeah. I'll give you some okay. hints about storytelling later. <laughs> Don't even start with me. <laughs> so Peter's pulled to safety as the submarine is sinking by four people that are out fishing. He's taken to the port. Like he's, he gets out. He gets out. Okay. He's taken to the port. He's met by a group of reporters. They're all clamoring to like figure, like to ask him what happened. Why did your submarine sink? Are you okay? What happened? He's like describing the final moments in the submarine, and he's saying that it sank because of the ballast tank. However, there's no Kim Wall on the submarine. Nowhere on it. Mm-mm. Wait. Okay. How do they know? Did they go under and find it? They went and found the submarine. There's no Kim Wall. Okay, well, I feel like you really just skipped over that There's part. no Kim Wall. Oh, we're about to get on. Like, Hold they on. go down, they open it up, there's no Kim Wall. No Kim Wall, no Got traces it. of her, no signs of her. That's bad news. Now begins the first of three versions of what Peter Madsen will say happened. Oh, boy. Okay? Yeah. Version number one, what he initially tells the police, because they're like, where's Kim? And he's like, what are you talking Who's about? Kim? Nope. He says, what are you talking about? I dropped her off at 10.30 the night that she interviewed me right at this, like, local restaurant. He's, like, talking about exactly where it was. Um, He's like, I haven't seen her since. I don't know what you're talking about. Honestly, if you murdered a person, that's a good first reaction. Right. It's like, I don't... What? What? She left. Yeah, I dropped her off. Um, My submarine sank. Unfortunately for him... That was a lie. That area is heavily covered by CCTV, Hmm. and the owner of the restaurant hands over the tape. It's like, oh, yeah, we've got cameras everywhere. Check yeah. it out. No camera, Peter. Yeah. Straight oh, up lie. wait. There's a new version. Peter. Peter. <sighs> oh, my God. I remember now. No. He tells authorities there was a terrible accident while on board the submarine. Kim is hit on the head by the submarine's 150-pound hatch. He panics, and he's like, I, I dumped her body in the bay. I panicked. No. Then, later, and there's reasons why he's changing his story, and I'm going to get into that. 
his third story emerges later that she died on board of carbon monoxide poisoning while he was up on deck. So, the, like, this submarine has a deck. Yeah, it wasn't fully submerged. Right. The whole so, time. like, oh, she died of carbon monoxide poisoning. That's his third story. Because Do we believe those, any of those two? Not at all. Okay. And Are you going to get into that? Yeah, like, very much. Okay. Okay, it's great. not going to be pleasant. I wasn't <laughs> pleasant either. No, it's, this is, this is a, the episode where it's like, we're going to lose... All three of our listeners. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. It's just going to be the two of us right? from here on out talking to each other. <laughs> what is Minneapolis going to listen to? I don't know. So, because as all this is happening and he's like making up these stories, a cyclist is riding down the shore of South Copenhagen and he finds a body. Of course a cyclist yeah. finds the body in Copenhagen. Right. Don't bicycle anywhere unless you want to find a body. Right. Especially in Copenhagen. 100%. To clarify, he found... A torso. Oh, Megan, mm-hmm. why? Don't even look at me, <laughs> hatchet arms. Fuck you. This is a fucked up podcast. It is. Okay, keep going. <laughs> That's why we... <laughs> hatchet arms? <laughs> Don't... It's horrible. We should edit that out. I'm not going to. <laughs> so, police find that the torso is Kim's. Her arms, legs, and head, they find, were, quote, removed as a result of deliberate cutting. What? How did we both do topics like this? I don't know. Today? I don't know. We're fucked up. <laughs> so I'm fucked so up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I hope our next one we're both like, this one's all about something like super- rainbows. <laughs> Aren't they freaky? <laughs> Unicorns, conspiracy theory. <laughs> Several weeks after this. So when they find the torso, that's when he's like, oh, no, um, she hit her head and I had to dump her body um, okay. in the and bay. And just like make it easier. I cut up all her parts. Right. Well, he does say that for the carbon monoxide thing. What? He says that she died of carbon monoxide and he was like trying to get her out of the submarine and he had to like cut her up, like dismember her. No, to, that's like, not how a rational human <sighs> operates. He's not rational. He's just an entrepreneur. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so several weeks later, police divers find the rest of her remains. They're about half a mile from where her torso had been found. They were in bags that had been weighed down with car pipes and metal pieces. Uh-oh, Peter. So this is a little bit of premeditated action. Yeah. Like, he brought these things yeah. with. Yeah. This is when Peter comes up with the carbon monoxide story. He said he had to mutilate her to push her body out of the submarine. But it's like, her body got in the submarine. You can get her body out of the submarine. Or... Go back to the dock, call an ambulance. Yeah, be a human. Don't be like, oh, I better cut her up and weigh well, her down he was and right. sink her body. He was saying, like, I couldn't I couldn't stay down there because of the carbon monoxide. I had to get up, you know? Yeah. So he was, like, basically playing off of that. I don't know. No, I know. So, after examining the torso, they found 15 stab wounds to Kim's torso, mostly in the groin area. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also found that there were no signs of blunt force trauma to her head. So that hatch story of like the 150 pound hatch falling on her definitely didn't yeah. happen. Also, shortly before going out to see with Kim, like before they met up for the interview, Peter had watched a beheading video on his workshop computer. For tips? Yeah. YouTube is gross. Um, he had tried to get several women on the submarine that week. But no one would join him until Kim. Like, he had been, like, reaching out to other people to see if, like, anyone, like... Oh, my God. Can you imagine hearing about this later and being like, oh, my God, I turned down an invite? That could have been me. If you... If one of your friends got invited to go on a submarine with, like, a millionaire, 
Would you go? Well, now, no. But, like, before you before knew the story. Before I knew the story, mm-hmm. a thousand percent. I think I so, too. I personally wouldn't, because I don't want to be in a submarine. Yeah. But, I don't know. Deep water, I don't know. I just think it's, I barely want to be near water ever. <laughs> it's fine. He was changing his story left and right. He said that he dis- he finally admitted to dismembering her body, but he denied intentionally killing her. He said that she may have died from poisonous exhaust gases while he was on deck. But after like looking at the torso, there were no signs of exhaust gases in her lungs either. So like everything he's Does saying, he ever come clean? No, I mean he is convicted of murder. He's saying the whole time, like I didn't murder her. Yeah, like, I dismembered her, but she was already dead. Yeah, and he's like saying all these stories. He is convicted of murder, indecent handling of a corpse, and sexual assault. He is sentenced to life imprisonment. He tries to appeal to Copenhagen's high court. And the high court's like, no. Like, <laughs> you, no. Yeah, definitely not. Like, you did this. Yeah. We are not. Like, we're the high court. We're, we can't besmirch our name. Mm-hmm. Our good name. So, he's convicted. He's given life in prison. Okay, I just have a couple more quick things. Okay. After her death, Kim Wall's family and friends start the Kim Wall Memorial Fund. It's to fund female reporters who cover stories of subcultural value. Mm-hmm. Her parents published a book in her memory, and I can't pronounce the title mm-hmm. because of, you know. <laughs> but the translation is The Book of Kim Wall When Words End. Aww. I know. That's so nice. Um, but one of the saddest things that I left until the end, and then I'm going to leave on a really sad note. The last thing that she ever sent, like texted to anyone was her on the submarine talking about like being on the submarine with him and it's to her boyfriend to ole and she goes i'm still alive by the way but i'm going down now i love you he brought coffee and cookies though oh my god that's horrifying like she's just joking like i'm still alive but we're going down i love you i always will text stuff like that when it's like if someone's like text me when you're home and i'll be like i'm alive i made it yeah I always text, like, I'm home, definitely not molested. It's like, why? why? That could be the last thing I ever sent someone. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like, wow. Yeah. My high note has to do some heavy <laughs> So that is the sub. Wow. That's the Ubergesen. Okay, this is a dead tie. <laughs> I feel like. How I'm- could we have chosen these two topics for one episode, Megan? <laughs> How? I feel like if we have, like, if we lose listeners, it's definitely from this episode. A thousand percent. <laughs> Let's not recommend this one to anyone. No, do not rate. Do not review. Don't. Do subscribe. So please subscribe. Because there'll be more later yeah. that aren't like Yeah, this. and follow our social media channels. Maybe just don't talk about this one. Yeah. Follow them and then just wait for more. Wait for a better one. Yeah. But right. thank you for listening, sticking yeah. with us. Please, um, like, send us t- send us better topics because obviously we're oh, not good at picking right. at them. Email us topics at thefreakshowpod at gmail.com. You know, if you're sick and tired of these, like, horrifying mutilation stories, you know, we send are too. us other topics. We're dying to do like, other topics. Like, make it better. Yes. You can make it better. Yes. This is actually on you. Oh, actually, I'm going to blame you, the listener, I for this episode. I agree. Great. Do you want to <laughs> take us on a high note? <laughs> I do. As you mentioned earlier, whilst talking mm-hmm. about the worst murder of mm-hmm. 2017. Yeah. We have a lot of listeners in Minneapolis. We do. So I'm going to use this high note Great. to Shout talk out. about um, an opportunity for Minneapolis and Minnesota people in general. My cousin... <laughs> Everyone else just like turned off the podcast. Yeah. Like, I'm not there. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> My cousin Mackenzie, um, for the last decade, has put on an annual 
Alzheimer's fundraiser called the Memory Mixer. Oh, fun. And it's in Minneapolis, and this year's the 10th and final year. Oh. Tickets just went on sale last week, and so I just thought for the people who are listening who are either in Minneapolis or can easily get to Minneapolis, Mm -hmm. you should definitely check it out. It's for an awesome cause. It's like a silent auction, but there's like an awesome band and Mm -hmm. dancing and great food and drinks. And all the money goes straight to the Alzheimer's Association. And they have like a very lofty goal of $100,000 in one night this year. Yeah. Last can you year, donate if you're not there? Can we like... I think so. Let's like post a link or something yeah. if we can. Um, I'll be there. So oh. that's another thing. I can sell my autograph for oh. all our podcast listeners, um, I mean, which are mostly my family. There's that 100K <laughs> right there. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, we'll post a link. You can buy tickets at memory dash mixer.com mm-hmm. and it's awesome great she's doing such great work good I love it support her I'll, I would love to support her yeah you should come should I come too yeah we both come like do a live <laughs> podcast when no one asked for it <laughs> <laughs> we make people leave the mixer yeah <laughs> yeah oh my god that'd be great let's talk about it offline <laughs> okay <laughs> thank you for listening yes, we'll be back you. next week hopefully with not something better like sorry about this later freaks later freaks Thank <laughs> you.